Hey everyone and welcome to the second episode of A Runner's Ramble podcast. This week's guest is Mr Stephen Taylor of Max Sports Therapy. No, not the Newcastle United defender before you get excited and think, hang on, he's taking a different career path. No, no, he's my good friend Stephen Taylor who I've known for many years and by that, four. <laughs> I'm so happy that he took the time out to come on to the podcast really because I know that with the Great North Run Coming up, it's less than four weeks away, it'll be three weeks away come this weekend, so it's you know it's getting a nitty gritty and squeaky bum time, as they say. And I know that injuries and niggles may or may not start to crop up now. You know, in long miles will start to take their toll, um, and you know, something might flare up. He talks about the different kinds of right rehab he does and stuff you could do maybe and you know the process of an injury, but I'm not getting too much into it because I don't want to spoil it just you know it's a good 20 minute chat with him he's a good lad we have a bit of banter during the podcast a bit of a laugh so you know it's, it's a nice relaxed podcast as, as I try to attempt to, to try be with these stuff you know coming out week in and week out if I can um just a quick plug you know like us on Facebook and Twitter just to search a runner's ramble all one word um and check out the blog as well it's um a runner's ramble all one word dot weebly w e b l y dot com um, if you've got any questions, you know, fire email across. It's uh, a runners ramble at outlook.com. You know, you know, if you've got any questions, I'll try to find them out on the podcast for the, for the guest. I'll give you a heads up with the guest coming up. Just fire some some questions. Uh, yeah, I'll put some stuff up there for Stephen Taylor as well. You know, he's he's on social media. Just uh, search Max Sports Therapy. Um, he's he's all over the place, but I'll put them in, in the description as well. So here you are. Here's the second episode of a runners ramble. Right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Sorry. You ready? Good. Yeah. Okay. Right, so this week we're joined by another good friend of mine, Mr. Stephen Taylor. No, not the Newcastle player, uh, but he wishes. It's a PH. <laughs> so I've known Stephen for. I don't know if I've known you. Well, five years? More than that. Well, we used to be in a training group. We used to sprint. Um, we used to sprint. I'm going to say sprint. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unsuccessfully. Stephen now has his own business. Um, he's a, a sports therapist. And he's been treating me, um, what, four years? Since 2012? No, yeah. no, not earlier than before that. Before that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's before that. Mm. 2011. Well, yeah. On the comeback. That would be four yeah, years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Four years. Yeah. Wow. So I was right. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, for everyone listening, who are you and what do you do? Well, like Michael's just said, uh, <laughs> I'm Stephen Taylor, not the footballer. Um, I started my own business, well, officially this year. Um, I was doing sports massage from... Like I say, 2011, that's when I first started doing treatments for Michael. Um, you learned the ropes then, weren't you? What's that? Learned the ropes. Yeah, yeah, get my experience in. Um, but then from about 2013, I think it was, I thought I wanted a little bit more responsibility, move up in the world. So I went into sports therapy, which essentially is... Looking more into injuries, rehab, um, and just like I say, more responsibility. Um, so I went on a distance learning course um, down in Manchester, 
um, that was throughout the full year. Um, but I was doing that alongside my undergrad at Northumbria, which was in sports science. Um, that year was just so difficult having to juggle all the all the work and stuff about, but it was, it was worth it in the end. And then after that, it, I was gonna say it was worth it. Oh uh, yeah, now it is. It's very yeah, worth it. Yeah. Um, but then after being on that course, I thought, well, I feel confident, but I want a little bit more. So I went on to a master's degree. Teesside Uni. Um, whoop whoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Teesside Uni. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 18 month course just finished in February. So since then, I've been officially going, set up my Facebook, Twitter, all my social media stuff. I'll put plugins for that. <laughs> just I know he's hinting for it, but I'll put plugins for that. <laughs> so yeah, since February, I've been. Going strong, still seeing the the originals, Michael Alan Howard. <laughs> <laughs> big big shout to Alan. Yeah, who's in, in Portugal, Portugal right now? Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. So <laughs> yeah, good luck, man. Uh, <laughs> he'll be back when he listens to this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well done. Yes, good lad. <laughs> well done for not hitting the cage. Yeah. Banter. <laughs> Finishing first, second, third, fourth, and not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> One of those. You've now got like your max sports therapy mm. now, which seems to be doing quite well for itself. Yeah, well, obviously I started the max sports therapy in February. Um, it's just went from strength to strength, really. Um, originally, I was just doing the mobile um, work, so obviously going to people's houses, going door to door. But now I've got a gym that I work from as well, um, which gives me, I don't know, say the opportunity to do rehab work, um, I can actually do gym work for people, be doing one-on-one sessions rather than just giving them a sheet of exercises, um, no disrespect to physio, but that's kind of what physios do, um, unless they go private, then obviously you get a bit better service, uh, you could say, um, but I feel with what I provide at the gym, it, it's 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 kind of the service that I want to provide, where it's really intense rehab, um, looking towards getting people back sooner rather than later. Um, so yeah, it's got it's going really well. Going so really well. like for runners, yeah, uh, how important is seeing people like you to get themselves like all the nooks and crannies, yeah, in, well, and kinks sorted out. I mean, I know since I've been running. There's been a, a massive difference compared to what we used to do before, uh-huh. where it was just a quick massage you'd done. Now you're having to like work calves, hamstrings, yeah. glutes. You've even been around to like sort of like a static nerve problem last year. Yeah. So like, how important is it to have someone like you in someone's team if they've got a team yeah. or if they like if they if they've got like a, a problem? To, who like is it important to have someone like you in there? Well, it's massive. I mean, you look at it. Not only the elite level, obviously, of the elite you get your... So if you're, if you're running for Great Britain, you've got the whole Great Britain backroom staff, but the whole therapy, sports therapy, physiotherapy side of it is is growing. I mean, the amount of people that get massages these days has increased, well, over the past few years. I've noticed a massive difference, like the, the, the actual awareness of what it can do for people. Um... But 
getting the regular treatments, it, it just it prevents you from actually getting a full blown injury. I mean, you I might go around to someone see someone, um, and they've got like a little niggle sorted out there, and then nip it in the bud before it actually develops into something more serious. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it can be really helpful for say the the person who's training for the Great North Run. Obviously, that's coming up. In yeah, I was just going to ask weeks. you about the Great North Run, yeah. Yeah, obviously, people, not everyone's a runner who does it. Um, they do a bit of training. Um, no, but a certain percentage would be going out there yeah, for a yeah, timing. Yeah, yeah. And, and they need that kind of support. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if if it's something that you haven't really done in the past as well, your muscles can't, aren't really that used to the, the whole demand and the load that you're putting and the stress that you're putting through it. So being able to kind of have a maintenance checkup, making sure that you're all right, it's, it's essential really for any level, absolutely any level. It, it, you don't just do massage though, do you? No. Like you do rehab, you mentioned rehab. So like if someone, say, well, for me, for instance, who's got like a, a not a well good yeah. track record of injuries, <laughs> I think every other season I've been injured or had something, but if you're dealing with rehab, like yeah. someone's, pulled a hamstring the yeah. old I pulled a hamstring like how important is it to get that cycle started about rehab getting it sorted massaging it getting rid of all the scar tissue making sure that it doesn't yeah. flip anymore giving the exercises them for them to do and yeah. stuff like that well the thing is about ha- like for example hamstring injuries that you just said they're so reoccurring it's unbelievable and the reason for that is because people don't manage it well if it was managed well, it wouldn't be an issue in the future. What do you mean that, um, that managed well? So, say someone gets a har- like an injury, well, hamstring injury. A lot of people think, well, I'll just rest it for two weeks. Let, wait until the pain goes and I'll go and run out again. It's not the case. You kind of need to get it moving straight away. And you get keep maintain the strength in it. Making sure that damaged tissue is built back as strong as possible. Um, obviously, the massage as well helps with obviously clearing any excessive scar tissue and getting rid of any excessive inflammation. Um, but the stretching and mobilizing as well to make sure that the the tissues don't shorten. So if you are suffering with any sort of injuries, don't just sit back and think, "Oh, well, I'll rest it." Get on the phone to either me or any other sports therapist or something get something done even if it is just a massage I mean doing something is better than nothing um, and I mean the amount of people that have injuries it's well you wouldn't be able to count how many people have got injuries uh, but it's essential advice really is don't obviously just rest it don't rest it get going again as soon as possible obviously decrease the load but make sure that you're doing something. But yeah, I don't obviously I don't just do the massage. A lot of it is um, like mobilization, neural mobilizations. Um, sometimes people might think they've actually got an injury where it's it's purely just neural tightness. It's just a neural restriction. Um, a lot of the time when people are have got like sciatic problems. That's quite a biggie. Yeah, like I've noticed that quite a lot of people I've talked to now have like. 
problems with sciatic nerves and sciatic problems where they've like it'll go from the top of the shoulder right down to the bottom of yeah. the leg and it's like I mean I had that problem last year where it would go from my backside uh-huh. to my left hand side of my leg and it was like I don't like this yeah it's it's not a nice but it seems to be like a a reoccurrence and it seems to be quite a like a a popular it's not a very nice word popular injury yeah I yeah I mean there's the reason why it's so popular is there's so many like kind of risk factors with it. I mean, could it be like the fact that people are sitting on a chair, yeah, at a desk for like eight hours a day, yeah, basically I mean, not getting as much mobility, like going for a walk maybe. They're just uh-huh. sitting behind the desk on a phone or a computer. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, if you're getting people that are sitting in offices all day, like you say on the phone or at a computer, um, they're getting shortened hamstrings just because of that position sitting in a shortened like so the hamstrings are sitting in a obviously shortened position so they adapt to that your body adapts to whatever it's put like put in front of it so yeah shortens the hamstrings and then obviously you get a bad posture at your lower back upper back it just sets everything out of line um and with the sciatic issue obviously it's a, a nerve so it comes from your back if you've got issues with your back you can potentially get an impingement at the, at the actual spinal level or just the muscles around the nerve are that tight that they're causing a the compression of the nerve and that's why you get the, all these shooting pains going down. You can feel them as, nice. low as, your, as low as your foot, basically. Yeah, toe, basically. Yeah. As far as my toes and I got it, it was horrible. I mean, I mean, a lot of the time people think that they've got tight hamstrings, but a lot, no, quite a lot of the time it's purely just... Neural, so right. a sciatic nerve tightness. Um, it's kind of misdiagnosed, but it can be checked. Obviously, with someone who's who's qualified, can obviously check for check the difference. What the difference is. So what? Tell us, like, what would be like the stages of of someone recovering from an injury? So someone has pulled a muscle. Mm-hmm. What are the stages that you do? Right. So initially, obviously, you've got the injury. And you've got this kind of bleeding inflammatory phase. Don't worry, not not like outside. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so, like if you pull your hamstring, you don't like you don't bleed from your hamstring. <laughs> don't worry. If you're listening, thinking I'm gonna bleed from my hamstring, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, all the bleeding happens inside, basically. But um, so yeah, you've got that inflammatory phase to start off with. It's quite self-explanatory. There's inflammation there. Yeah. Um. You've got all these pain receptors firing. Um, you've got chemical irritants. It's all just inflammation that's, that helps with the healing. So the first few days, so you've got between three and five days, you're looking at inflammatory phase. Yeah. Um, through that period, you want to be icing it, compression, elevation. The rice. Yeah. The rice, rice. technique. Um, rest ice yeah. rest elevate just in case you, I know I've been it. saying don't rest rest should be taken or with a grain like a pinch of salt yeah basically. rest means reduce load essentially rest from painful activity um, you can still do things it doesn't mean you can just be a couch potato for five days you need to get out there keep your fitness up so that it encourages the healing um, and once that phase is over I kind of recommend people to start taking anti-inflammatories if, if 
if if they're comfortable with doing that. After five days, you want to try be trying to get rid of that inflammation as soon as possible, um, to prevent like excessive scar tissue buildup. Um, but after the inflammatory inflammatory phase, you've got a phase where kind of tissue regeneration, so you get new tissue laid down. Depending on how you're managing it, so by rehab, massage, mobilizing, kind of dictates how well the tissue is going to be in the future. So if you're strengthening it straight away, getting it massaged, keeping it mobile so it's nice and pliable, nice and stretchy, then you're going to get a good use of, use out of it in the future. But if you just leave it, all the scar tissue gets laid down really haphazardly and all the tissue just tightens up. So as soon as you go back to running again, snap. So yeah. it's, it's basically, well, obviously it's it's not definitely going to snap, but you're at much higher risk, especially with the hamstring. It's pretty much um, a on eggshells. Yeah. And then after that phase, you've got <clears throat> kind of the phase where it's really set, set in stone everything's pretty much back to normal again and you're looking to get back to where you were before if not better than where you were before yeah. right, well, I'll not keep you too long so you've got a, oh, got a dash right, yeah. but a couple of things before you dash yep. who's the biggest profile you've ever oh, treated biggest profile well God, there's got to be someone you were debating this before we started the podcast yeah. and you were, just, you were sitting there thinking we were throwing ideas at you well, after deep thought, the <laughs> <laughs> deep deep consideration. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to say WWE superstar Adrian Neville. I saw him back in 2012. Um, it was just for a one-off, I must say, but um, still, that's that's my claim to fame. Uh, <laughs> he was almost WWE champion. Couple of weeks ago, so a couple, uh, of days. couple of days ago, even, uh, and it's quite, it makes it a bit nicer as well because he's from the area. He's doing well for himself. Did so. he drop the red arrow on the red arrow on you? <laughs> <laughs> he's the man that probably forgot. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. didn't show us any of his moves. Oh. Oh, it's a shame. Oh. Right, because with a great North Run coming up, it's I think it's. Uh, five weeks away now. Mm-hmm. I've been asking guests on this just to finish off with because I don't know what I'm going to ask when the Great North Run's finished. If there's one tip, one bit of advice Oof. that you could give someone during now until the Great North Run, what would be your tip for anyone? Oh, well, I want to keep it more therapy based. I don't want to be venturing into the, the training side of it. <laughs> but I would like to say, well, keep on top of your recovery, basically. I mean, this is the time where you're looking at, well... So like not, stretching and stuff? Yeah, like. stretching, um, stretching, foam rolling, massages, maybe once every two weeks or something, just to keep on top of it. Don't let yourself down and get injured at this point. It's it would be the worst feeling in the world if you missed out by just a couple of weeks. Don't let yourself get injured. Stretching, foam rolling, massages, 
and even a couple of days before um, the Great North Run, after your sessions, jump in an ice bath, help with your recovery, make sure that you're fresh for the well, the, for the big day basically, and enjoy it. By ice bath, uh, you can either do like get big bags of ice, or you can just fill a bath with cold water. Yeah, but both, <laughs> both, both work. Like you can yeah. either be like hard as nails and just sit in it as a normal bath, or you can do what I do is I tend to sit in with uh, shorts and a t-shirt just to keep. <laughs> I used to wear a hat at one point uh, just to keep it warm, basically, uh, and take a book because uh, twelve minutes. Well, it's about seven to twelve minutes in an yeah. ice bath. It's, it 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 seems to drag on a bit because it's so cold. Um, so take a boot maybe. That would be my advice from my yeah, end for ice bath. Yeah. But also, you don't have to go full body. Don't submerge yourself. Dip your legs in, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just sink in waist deep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll put all of Stephen's information. Um, on the podcast if there's like a bit of area I can put on so you can get in touch with them if you've got any questions or anything like that so uh, yeah thanks Stephen no I worries. appreciate the time to come on the podcast happy you do it yeah straight after ruining us with the massage <laughs> absolutely tortured us my pleasure <laughs> that's, that's not good <laughs> right uh, yeah so cheers Stephen for your time um, yeah thanks very much no worries Bracey thanks for having us